theyeshiva.net. Okay, good morning, everybody. Welcome, Ruchim Abayim. Big Mazel Tov Bavram for the Big Simcha. Binyan Adayad, a lot of Nachas. Gesund Tehet, Freilichahet. And everybody from all your children and grandchildren with the phones off. We're on page at base, uh, four lines from the bottom. So the key, the key line is, Moshe is completely shaken by the fact that the good days become such terrible days. If you don't want to send me to redeem the Jews, don't send me. But you send me, and there's so much hope in the air, there's so much goodwill in the air, there's so much faith in the air, and there's so much inspiration, and the Jewish people at last feel that somebody's listening to them, that their cry has been heeded, that the Rebbe Nishalaylam sent somebody with the message, Pakoit, Pakadati, I remember you, and things are getting, things are about to be transformed forever. They're going to be emancipated and liberated. And what happens? And trach, the exact opposite. Not only don't things get better, they get only worse and worse and worse. And as he said earlier, both on a physical level and on a spiritual level, physically, the burden of labor, the excruciating agony is intensified. And spiritually, paroi, speaks about Moshe and the one who sent him in a way that he never spoke. He calls it a complete sheker, a complete lie. So what Hashem tells Moshe is, Atasira, now, now you're going to see. It's not just, okay, from now on it will be good. That doesn't answer the question. From now on it will be good. My question was, why, when you send me to redeem them, does it become worse? You'll say, well, now it's going to be good. So this was an error? Atasira means only now you will see. Mm-hmm. And the key quote, the, the key line here is that now that the godliness in the world has become completely transformed, that the Asara Mamaris are eclipsed completely, the last vestige of revelation of the divine utterances that vivify and give life to creation, are now completely eclipsed to a point that this can be happening in reality, that can be a pyro behaving this way, to the point that he can deny completely the mitzvah, the reality of godliness. Ooh, this is a sign. If the ten utterances, if the Asarim Amoris went into hiding, went into hibernation went into complete concealment. What does it mean? It means that the Aseris Hadibris now started to be revealed. It means that a new light now has been revealed. Because we always remember that rule, that principle, that transformative principle in life, that when one door closes, it's only because another one started to open. And the other one is completely on a different level that it can only open when the first closes. The first shear of the teacher is the shear of Asara Mamaris. That's the shear that continues for two and a half thousand years. 
That's the first lecture. The first lecture. And when that closes up, when that, when that's, when that's gone, when that disappears, what is it? It's always because there's a, a new light that emerged, that's starting to emerge. The new light that's starting to be revealed, that's the light of Asar Sadibris. So literally after two and a half thousand years, there's the new light. And the old one, therefore, is in a state of histalkus, of, of ascent. So Atasira, now you're going to see. Atshayuklatu, four lines from the bottom of your base. Until ultimately, this new revelation, which comes from what we call the Atik, a completely different paradigm and level of awareness and reality, will ultimately be revealed until it will be absorbed. And absorbed always means in Das. In Das. First in Das of Atzilus. And then ultimately in the Zion Midas, the seven emotions following it. Vihine. Ata yizgalu lamata bibri yitzira asiya ba'ifen shekol haklipis yeavdu v'yivutlu b'yad chazaki yishalcha. The fact that the Asara Mamaris are eclipsed means that the Aseris Adibris already started to be revealed, but not yet to the student. Where were they revealed? So to speak, to the teacher. And that's why he says they were revealed and absorbed. We're in Das of Atsilis, in the Zion Midas of Atsilis, which represents the divine reality. Over there, there's a whole new revelation that emerged. And now, now, it could ultimately come to the student as well, which means here in the Nimshal, in the worlds of Bria and Yitzira and, uh, and Asiya, to the point that all the klipois, all the shells, all the husks, all the toxic forces will be nullified. Ubiyat Chazaki Yishalchem with a strong arm, he will send them out from Egypt. Va'achakach, afterwards, Bi'erlei Bifrat, Hashem explains to Moshe specifically, V'masha Kosov, when he continues the beginning of Ve'er, V'yidabur Elokim al Moshe, Moshe thought that this Golos is a Din Kosha. It's a harsh judgment. He said, You're misunderstanding me. What he says is, Versus Vayidaber. Vayidaber represents stern words. Amira Vayoymer is called Amira Raka, the Chazal says. Soft words. So the chesed here is on a dual level. Vayoymer is chesed and Yutkevovke is chesed. So Moishe says, I looked in the whole Beratius and I see that there's a process of din and I want to understand what is the din. What is the judgment of Golos Mitzrayim? What is it coming for? What is the sin that precedes it? I don't see anything. So he says, Vayedaber Elikim El Moshe. Moshe thought he's talking to Elikim. Vayoyim Reilov. He says, Let me reintroduce myself. You have to get to know me. I am not here. Elikim, Ani Hashem. What you're speaking to is Yudkevavke. You thought you're getting communication and contact with Elikim, which is the Midav Din. Vayoyim Reilov. First of all, he changes from Vayedaber to Vayoymer in the same verse. Vayedaber is stern, Vayoymer is soft. And the name changes. Ani Hashem. This is all pure love. This is all tachlis achasodim. This is all absolute connection and intimacy. 
the reason of Golos, you're identifying this process as one of sin and punishment, which is Midas Hadin. You're defining your life as sin and punishment and consequences, which is all the Midas Hadin. I want you to understand another dimension. Ani Hashem. I want you to understand who I am. The real reason of Golos is, Mitzad, it's not that the student sinned and this teacher wants to run away from him and wants to punish him. No. The teacher wants to give him the newest insight, the deepest insight. Mitzad The Avais worked. Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, etc. And they reached their ultimate ripeness, their ultimate spiritual perfection. Until the point that Hashem made a covenant with Avram, which represented the ultimate in Avram Avinu's life, where there's a pure covenant. And what happens by that covenant? He speaks about Golos. And that's the Pella of Golos Mitzrayim. When does God introduce Golos? In the greatest moment of intimacy with Avram Avinu. <laughs> it's like imagine uh, under the chuppah, or you propose to your bride, and that's when you say, you know, you're going to be exiled for 400 years, and I'm not going to, really, this is, this is the time. Usually you speak about running away in a difficult time, not, not in the time when, you, when you're so close. When does he talk to Avram about Golos? At the Brisbane Apsarim. That was the question at the beginning of the Maimah. Something is warfare. When he makes a covenant with him forever, this greatest love, this greatest friendship, and by the way, you should know that you're going to exile. Wow, that's, that's great. <laughs> so there's something, there's something, and doesn't it because your children sinned? At the Brisbane Apsarim, at the end of Parshish Lech Lecha, when they make an eternal covenant, a covenant for a life, for relationship throughout history that's going to last forever, including the gift of Eretz Yisrael and so forth, that's when he says, No, that your descendants are going to be foreigners and strangers in a land that doesn't belong to them, which is the prophecy, the, the promise, the prediction of Golas Mitzrayim. He says at that moment, Avram Avinu reached his crescendo, his spiritual crescendo. What happens when the previous idea has reached its full completion? The Saif Maisa, the idea has reached its full completion, the Shir has reached its full completion. The Rav prepared it and it became ripe and fermented within the teacher on a general level, on a specific level, Yud and Hey and then Vav and Hey, and it ultimately when entered, it's entered the student Saif Maisa. Now its ripeness allows for a whole new level of awareness. And for that, the old one departs and the new one emerges as explained at length. At this moment, when Avram Avinu reached the Shlemos, his perfection of Brisbane Absarim, this aroused, it triggered, it brought to the fore a whole new awareness. Moichin Chadashim Nailam is a whole new mind, a whole new level, a whole new paradigm, Shawin in Matan Torah. That's what Matan Torah represents. Not Asara Mamoris, but Asara Sadibris. The reason why the old Moichen, the previous Moichen departed, is because new Moichen started to develop. Just like again by the Marshal. It doesn't start the other way. It's not the teacher detaches. And when he detaches, he has to do something. So now he gets a new insight. The other way around. Because there's a new insight that beacons 
It beacons to him. It calls out. It was triggered. It was nisayrer. So unless he loses it, unless he wants to lose it, he has to distance himself from the old paradigm. He has to distance himself from the sheer more and more and more until he becomes mesmerized and transfixed by the new awareness. The student yet doesn't have anything. All the student has at this moment is distance, absence, what may feel like betrayal and very deep darkness. What's really happening on a, on a deeper level is a new light came into the world and the new light causes the old light to be able to, 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 to be eclipsed because a new light is now ready to emerge and a new light can't emerge in the old structure, which is a very narrow structure. The new, a new space is needed. A new realm is needed. A new reality is needed. And that's exactly what the histalkos, the departure of the old means. That's what he's saying. The reason the previous Moichen departed is because there was a hisairus, an arousal of a new, of a new reality. A new reality. And that's the key that when a person experiences that state of, 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 of uncertainty, that state of confusion, that state of darkness where I thought I was holding on to something so stable and so powerful. And as we called it before, Piskid de Chayusa, and this, this line of life gets interrupted and, and, and cut off. And at this moment, there's nothing new. It's like, I don't have the old, I don't have anything new. But a new light just came in. A new light was just born. A completely different level, different awareness, which the old awareness could only interfere. Could only interfere into that. Could only interfere with that. And the departure happens deeper and deeper. As he says, you go up and more up and more up. Back to our marshal. In the beginning, the teacher will still continue, continue winging it externally. His thoughts and words are still with the student, even though the passion is gone, at least somewhat. But then the histalkos goes yet to a higher level, meaning the departure is more drastic as he ascends even more because the new awareness is ripening. It's fermenting. It needs to settle. It needs to get a hold. It needs to become internalized to the point that he just go, grows silent. And now the, de- the detachment seems absolute, complete. What is this in the Nimshal? That in the world's Bri Yitzir which is the marshal for the student, in mystical language, Atzillus is the teacher, Bri Yitzir is the student, and there is this constant communication. So what does the marshal look like playing out in reality? That the chiyusalaki, the presence of the divine energy in the physical worlds, what happens? It's diminished. Miyut achamiyut. Diminishment after diminishment. It's diminished more and deeper and stronger. Just like that student in the beginning, he's still hearing a message. It's not with the same passion. Later, he starts hearing a little bit of a confused message because the new idea is mixing into the words as we explain. And then at some point he hears nothing. There's no gesture even. It's just complete, a blank face. A blank face. That's the moment of the greatest closeness on a deep level. But from an external level, it's a moment of tremendous distance. Because there's just a blank face. Hello, 
You're not here anymore. You're not here. Why are you not here? Why are you not here? You're not here because of your closeness. Because you want to give me everything. Because you want to share the whole truth with me. But you went to this new place and the old is now interrupted. And that tremendous pleasure that he had, the student had, is is not present anymore. That's the miyut achamiyot. And therefore, this is intense. Seder hagolos. This brings us to that big question of the order of golos. A person is in prison for thirty years. With the, the longer the sentence, what happens? The easier the the beginning. It's maximum maximum security. The longer it gets easier. The last six months, halfway house. Yeah, like a semi-freedom a little bit. That's the system. <laughs> you know, you pay up the mortgage. You got to pay it down at some point. If, if it's always getting high, you know, you got to pay a mortgage for 2,000 years. What's it going to look like? This is what it looks like. You're saying, okay, we sinned. We sinned so bad we have to be exiled. Okay. So it's been years, years, years. It's always getting easier, easier, easier spiritually easier physically. And you see, in the Galas, it's the exact opposite. Moshe says, not how Midas Adin works. There's something off here. There's something strange. There's something strange. The punishment paradigm just doesn't work. It doesn't justify Jewish history. It Mamish doesn't justify Jewish history. Reb Label says, not at all. Very good, I like. Huh? Yeah. So how do we, how do we, how, what, what is this? The Golos get stronger every day, physically and spiritually. There's two levels of Golos. There's a material exile. There's material pain, material suffering. And then there's a spiritual Golos. There's no less painful for those who are sensitive to spirituality. Ad. But we go back to the marshal now. In the marshal, the more the teacher gets the new idea, what does it look like for the student? the more the absence, the more the departure. In the beginning, when the revelation of the new idea is just nebulous and ambiguous, what we call the Chachma, that first week we spoke about, that first week, he's still winging it, there's still communication. Somebody who doesn't understand the subtleties and the intimacy won't even notice a difference. You know, unless you really know somebody, you don't always know the difference if they're winging it. Or they're, uh, or they're not. Lahavdil, that's not really so uh, applicable to this, but it just reminds me. Lahavdil, a big Lahavdil, that Pavarotti uh, was a very big opera singer. And uh, so I read once an article and he said, <laughs> that was an interesting line. He said, if I prepared for the opera one week, The audience knows it. The audience knows it. It's not the same level. If I prepared for the opera 
only a month before, the audience won't know it. But the critics will know it. The critics will But if I prepared, yeah, only two months, <laughs> not three months, he says, the critics won't know it, but I will know it. Episodes, <laughs> I don't think I got the timeline straight. He'll be me Michael. Huh? In other words, if I prepare, but not enough, not long enough, so then ultimately only I will know it. He also, but the point is that there's some levels that nobody knows, right? Unless you really, really know. Unless you really, really know. Because, you know, the guy, he's a professional. He also said, on the other extreme, which I guess that's where the Lahavdal comes in, that when I do a miserable job and I fail, I cry all the way till the bank. You know, till I deposit the check. Huh? Right? That's the difference between a real Rav and not a real Rav. Well, if it's for the check or not. But what's the point? The point we're bringing out here is that in the beginning, somebody who's not, doesn't know the subtleties, everything looks the same. The teacher knows, the student knows is a little different. But that's only because the awareness started to, started to come in. It popped in. But the more the revelation is taking root, the Bina is already more departure. And the Das is full histalkus. So what you, when we say it, that student, it's getting worse by the minute. That's true. But you can also reverse it and say, it's getting better by the minute. It's getting worse by the minute. He, he, he was talking to me. <laughs> then he started to make with his hands. Then he started to confuse his words. But at least he was talking. He was answering questions. And now there's nothing left. Huh? Right. On a level of pnimius. On, on what's happening behind the surface. But what the teacher is absorbing now will one day be, he's absorbing it for the student. But from the experience of the student, he's left dry. So, every histalkos that grows deeper is because the gilui became more and more. And because the revelation of the new became more and more, so that comes hand in hand with the old, the old stock becoming diminished and becoming eclipsed more and more. It's always commensurate, one with the other. That's what he says. That the histalkos, which is the reason for the gilui, the reason for the gilui is because there's a histalkos, so there can be a gilui. When it causes the new light to be completely revealed in Atzillus, back to the marshal, that the teacher masters it fully, what happens? All communication is interrupted. So in the, in the, in the Isis of Chsidis, when Atzillus gets the new Gilui, what happens in Bia, in Bri Yitzhira, Cold Turkey. Psikas Achayas. Toike Fahester. The worst concealment. Vitigbeiris Aklippe. The strongest clip. Avol Zahu Simen. Yeah. 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 At this point, the intensity of the light is blinding. Avol Zau Simon, this is only a sign. Shamoichin hachadoshim. Haniglim bimikoyram. Yisgalu lamato. This only means that there's a new level of moichin. 
that has been revealed already in the source. And now it could come down, now it could be revealed down here. Since it's already been revealed in the source by the teacher, it can come down, but it's Ayyadeh HaKhanas HaMakab. Now the student has to prepare himself for the new idea. Just like he had to prepare himself from the old. We spoke about the two preparations of the student. That's where he prepares himself. He sees the face of the teacher. He could see that there's a glow. But how do I absorb it as a student? Now I have to prepare myself. What's this? This is the idea that Jewish people screamed. They screamed. What was the scream? The scream was, I don't want to be here anymore. That's like the clay rakam, the empty vessel that we spoke about. There's a word from the Gerer Rebbe, I think it's the Chidush Harim or the Svasemas. Hashem says in the beginning of Eire, this parsha, when he speaks to Moshe, I will take you out from the Sivlois of Mitzrayim. What's Sivlois? So the way it's usually translated is from the burdens of Egypt. He explains Sivlois actually very literal. The word Sevel, in, in Hebrew means to suffer, but more specifically, it means to tolerate. Like savlanut. Savlanut is what? Yeah, don't use it when you go to Israel, don't use it. Don't use this word. You don't tell your taxi driver. Savlanut, because uh, whatever, the relationship is going to end and there won't be a new moichen coming in afterwards. He'll just throw you out of the car, so be careful. They're very, they can be very intense over there. You know, somebody once said, Israel is a great country, it's just in a pretty bad neighborhood. So uh, if it would be in a better neighborhood, they would be a little calmer, but unfortunately it's not in such a good neighborhood. Savlanut means patience, tolerate. Lisbol, you say, what's Lisbol? Zaysoyvel, what's Zaysoyvel? Hold on, tolerate. So he says, I'm going to liberate you from being Soyvel Mitzrayim. I'm going to take you away from tolerating Egypt. The greatest obstacle for Geula is that you make peace with Golos. When you make peace with Golos, Golos becomes a substitute for Geula. Now there's a real Golos. If I'm in Golos and I'm screaming, I'm already halfway out of Golos. The Baal Shem Tov said, or another version, where you want to be, that's where you are. Where your thoughts are, that's where you are. Sounds like a nice vart. It's not a nice vart, it's a very true vart. You're much more present where you want to be than where you are. Listen to what I'm telling you. Where you want to be, that's where you're more present than where you are. Because that's where you want to be. I used to tell me, but I'm not there. I'm here. But that's what the Baal Shem Tov teaches. Where you want to be, that's where you are. Huh? No, because you want to be there. Because you want to be there. Because your desire is there. The moment I make peace with exile, that was the real Gullus. So it says to Yeshem, you have to liberate people from being soivel Mitzrayim. As long as, uh, you'll forgive me again, as long as you make peace with your addiction, you remain an addict. As long as you make peace with abuse, you remain abused. As long as you make peace with toxicity, you remain in toxicity. I want you shouldn't be soivel Mitzrayim anymore. You should say, not another minute, I'm not going to live this way. 
I cannot live in this bubble. I can't live in these lies. I can't live in this pain. I can't live in this insanity. I can't live in this craziness. I can't. I, I don't have patience. Huh? Yeah. 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 You vomit. And then you could vomit the gullus. As long as you vomit the gullus. And that means your system is healthy, not it's unhealthy. The vomiting is the healthiest thing. It means that when you're eating horrible poison, your body doesn't make peace with it. It's like, I don't have, I can't tolerate this. I can't be at soival. It's because you're healthy, not because you're sick. It doesn't look good. <laughs> doesn't look good. It's much nicer, Shh, you know. You know the mice, right? The czar takes out the three Jews to the firing squad and their eyes are covered and... And then they're about to, you know, pull the trigger, the soldiers, and then, and, and the ankles start screaming and hollering. You're a bunch of Russian chaletas, mamze, and well, I'm not going to use the words they use in Russia for these types of people, but you get the point. They have, they have better words than, uh, than the English, than the Brits. Very rich, yeah, especially, <laughs> especially in this realm. So Yankel starts cursing them out and the Zohar, and they say, Yankel, 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 Yankel. Don't make trouble now. <laughs> Don't make trouble now. So uh, that, that's, that's the, the tragedy of Sivilois Mitzrayim. What is this spiritually in a person's life? Because in life is, I have to be ready for the new awareness. I have to have a yearning. I have to have a chukah. If I'm, if I'm, Somebody once said, most people live lives of quiet desperation. Most people live lives of quiet desperation. If you're going to be desperation, you can live in desperation. It's called civilized Mitzrayim. Vayitzakol b'nei Yisrael means, I scream, I want, I yearn. What is that in the student? If, if you're smug, there's no clay rakon. The, 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 the smugness means I am where I am. I'm good. I'm perfect. Clareka means I empty myself out because I know there's something more. I'm looking for it. And then the second step is where you tune in, you tune into every word. That's the Vayitzaku. That's the Hachamas HaMakabal. For us, you want to say the Shlem? Huh? Zog, Zog, Zog. <laughs> okay. For us, it's in, it's in the mind of the teacher still. <laughs> Once this happens, it was revealed in Atzilus. What happens in Bia? Cut. The lifeline is cut. Psikis Achayis. Toikifa Hester. The Hester is now the worst. Tikbarus Aklipa. This is a simon that there was a tremendous gilu that came into the world. And ultimately, it's going to come into the student too. But he now has to prepare himself. He has to open himself up to this place. And then it could be revealed down here like it is up there by the student, like by the teacher, to the point that the clippers, the shells, the husks, the toxic forces of Egypt will will be lost. Now, sometimes the student could see, as we spoke, that there's a certain glow on the teacher. He doesn't have it yet. He doesn't know yet. But there's a certain solace. There's a certain oyer. It's going to be good. I don't know how. I don't know what. I don't know when. That's what we call the shiva de nechemta. The nihiru de anpin. Yeah. That's the first process after the concealment. 
teacher got the idea, so at least he's happy. Somebody's happy. <laughs> There's a psaglo, and that gives the student a tremendous chizuk, a tremendous chiyus. But that's already the beginning of the process of ultimate, ultimate absorption. And therefore now it behooves us to explain we now have to explain what's this new idea? What's this new idea? What happens by Matan Torah, which was triggered by Brisbane Absarim? Now look, from Brisbane Absarim to Matan Torah is hundreds of years. Because Avram Avinu has Brisbane Absarim. Huh? Approximately. It's Mamish almost a half a millennium. But the Hisoirus happened by Brisbane Absarim, because that's when Hashem speaks about Golis. Why are you speaking about Golis now? Because Avram's perfection, it's all the perfection of Avram that triggered Golos, not the imperfection. Golos is not because the student is so bad. It's because he's so good. <laughs> if the student was bad, if the student was bad, then yeah, even the first year you're not interested in. There's nobody to talk to. If there's somebody to talk to, and the Soif Maisa reaches the Soif Maisa, the Machshava reaches the Soif Maisa, it went in, now a whole new reality emerges. So at Brisbane Absarim, a whole new reality emerges. Gullus is mentioned. Why is Gullus mentioned? Who's been like Gullus? Because there was already a glimmer of Matan There was already a glimmer of a new light. So what's mentioned right away? What's mentioned right away is that the old is starting to depart. It reached its intensity in Mitzrayim, and in Mitzrayim itself, more and more and more and more, until it reached the crescendo where Moshe is screaming, what's going on? If Moshe is screaming, if Moshe says, where are you? Where are you? Ayeka. Right? Eicha. The Medrash says Eicha and Ayeka is the same word. Moshe is screaming, Ayeka, where are you? He doesn't actually use that word. I'm just using it. God uses that word on Adam by the first Golos. But Moshe is saying this, where are you? Ooh, Moshe says Ayeka. Ata. <laughs> If by Moshe it's all concealed. If Moshe says what's going on, Atta. Now is the time of the Gilui. Atta Tira, now you're going to see. So one has to, now it behooves us to explain what is this new, what is this new awareness that was triggered by Brisbane Absar. And it was revealed only after Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Neged Kiyam Atayra the Havas. When even the others had Torah, the Gemara says, Avram observed the whole Torah before it was given. So you're telling me Aserah Adibris was some type of new Moichin, Moichin Da'atika, versus what the others had. They also had Torah. The Gemara says in Yumadav Chavchesen, at the end of the Kiddushin, that the patriarchs observed the whole Torah before it was given. So what are you telling Moshe? It's not Midas Hadin, it's not a Lekim. This is Chesed, Chesed, Chesed. Ani Hashem, you don't know me. This is Yudke Vofke. It's all about my intimacy with you, my closeness with you, my connection with you. I want you should have everything. 
Moshe says, what's this everything? What's this new reality that we're looking for? That's here comes the next Pasuk. What's the next Pasuk? I appear to the Ovis with the name Shindalad Yud. But the name Yudke Vofke, I never gave them. I never became known to them in this name. The name Shindalad Yud is the source of finiteness. The Gemara says, In the beginning of creation, the universe was expanding. Nimtach literally means when you stretch something, like a rubber band. It, the universe was expanding, Nimtach. It was like being pulled, stretch, 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 stretch. And it would have gone on and on and on and on and on and on. Until God said, Genog, enough, stop. Or at least slow down. This is Chagigidaf Yudbeis, written how many years ago? 1800 years ago, right? 1800 years ago. That the universe expanded, expanded, and it would have gone in such a speed infinite, it wouldn't have stopped and God said die <laughs> calm down guys, relax as you would say chill, huh? yeah how many years ago did we find out this information in science? 1960s 50 years ago this is 17, 1800 years ago Nimtach, who spoke about an expanding universe. And that's how it started. It started with this crazy expansion that was like infinite. And Hashem said, die. Which name, which name represents this? Shaddai. Shindalad Yud. What's Shindalad Yud? Shaddai. The God who says, enough. Stop. Learn how to contain yourself, guys. I know you want to expand infinitely, but there's going to be nothing left of this world. Shaddai, die. Right, we have the Pasuk, Vayrikoisi lochem brocha ad bli dai. Ad sheyivlu sifsoi seichem iloyma dai. Your lips are going to become, uh, I don't know, swollen or, or, or decayed from saying, die, 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 enough, 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 enough. They say, Nidrus, I'll stop in a zoyful gels, I'll snitchvissim us to tamadam. That's my brocha to you. That means after you pay tuition. <laughs> so what's this Shaddai? Shaddai? Enough. It's not just on a physical level. It shouldn't expand to the point that it's not a recognizable universe. As always, it represents a spiritual truth. Shindalid Yud is the Kayach HaMagbil. It's the divine power of limitation that the world should not be in a state of infinity. This means it shouldn't go up infinitely. 
It shouldn't become infinite. There's also the opposite interpretation. It shouldn't go down infinitely. Meaning, the universe spreading too much would mean, the world and all the creation would be so brute, it would go down infinitely, not just up infinitely. Imagine a world where the ultimate spirituality would be brute physicality. Brute physicality would be the ultimate spirituality. That was possible. It's like today when we want to speak about spiritual energy or a malach. A doimim, how much does a rock perceive a spirituality? Or tzemeich, a tree, or chai, or an animal. What does a horse, or a buffalo, or a cat, or a snake, what level of awareness do they have? What level of, they have consciousness. They're functioning, they're aware of things. They know very well where to look for the food, they know danger, etc. They know space, light, smell, much better than people. What's their perception about, uh, what do they know of the Big Bang? <laughs> Maybe more than us. What do they know of molecular structure? What do they know of the atom? What do they know of DNA? What do they know of spiritual energy? Quantum mechanics, what do they know? So he says, imagine what the malach, what spirituality is relative to it could have been that the ultimate ruchnius would be the physical brute reality. That would have been the highest level of awareness. We can't imagine this. What do you mean? How, why? Because God said die, so we can't imagine this. Later, the lehizgasha. He didn't let the world expand to a point upwards where it would become infinite or downward where its level of bruteness would be the lowest possible that we can't even imagine. Where the highest level of spirituality would be, what would be the highest level of spirituality we would be capable of understanding? Brute physicality. What remained in the potential of the Ein Soif, we cannot fathom with the levels of intellect that were given to us. In other words, our intellectual faculties allow us to perceive what is. All of the potentials, what could have been, mitzad the Ein Soif, we can't really illustrate in our mind. It remains much more speculative, much more abstract. So what would the world look like if there was no Shaddai in both ways? Lamaila Denkets, it's being pulled upwards, the world becomes infinite, part of divine infinity. What would reality feel like? What if I felt infinite and you felt infinite? And that means we're all part of that infinity. Right? If the doors of perception were cleansed, everything would appear as is, infinite. Or the other way, the other way. Our world is a low world, but it's the lowest world that has hope of sublimation, of elevation. The other way would have been, as he puts it, that the hakshama, the physicality, would be so powerful that the highest level of ruchnius would be the daimim agashmi, the brute physical matter that would be the highest level of spiritual awareness. 
the physical structure of everything, that would be the, the end game. That would be the highest level of spiritual awareness. Huh? Because the world would stretch, stretch, stretch. More gesha, more gesha, more gesha, more gesha, until everything is, uh, that becomes the highest level of awareness. Nothing. I mean, to understand the molecular structure of politics and everything else, actually, it brings us back to what I said when it's But you have to be open to it. Yeah, ask an ant, what's the level of awareness of an ant? It also bumps into things. An ant knows the difference. This is a rock, this is a boulder, and this is my uh, colony where I live, right? But its relationship to it is based on the Geshem, where there's a lot of awareness, but that's it. There's a, there was a video going around a few days ago, a beer in, uh, in Wesley Hills, right? So there was a huge fence, okay? Now imagine on that fence you wrote, my dear beer, no trespassing. This is my personal property. Please don't come in. What would that sign mean to a beer? What does it mean? There's probably honey on the other side. <laughs> in other words, the language doesn't mean anything, yeah? You'll write, to, you'll, write you'll put up a sign to, to horses or dogs, sorry, this is personal property. That's not called a boundary. For an ethical person, it's stronger than any other boundary. Because what is a sign not to come in? It's personal property. But for the animal, you didn't tell me anything. If you put up a good gate or a good wall, oh, now you're speaking. Yes, that's the. They say there was a fellow, he came to the bank at four o'clock. It's closed. He runs to the telly. I have to take out cash. It's emergency. So the lady there says, I'm sorry, the computers are down, I can't do it anymore. He starts hollering, I'm a customer here for 30 years, I'm going to close down the bank, I'm going to close all my accounts, I'm going to sue you. She says, I'm so, so sorry, I apologize, but the computers are down, I simply can't. He's hollering, she starts She starts crying, she gets emotional, he's screaming, you don't know what you're doing, you're a miserable worker, this is a crazy bank, you get me the money. Anyway, in desperation... She says, listen, I can't help you. Let me call the boss, the manager. The manager says, what do you want? He says, I want my money. It's my money. I want my money. And he starts screaming. It's a crazy bank. The guy gives him a punch in the face. He falls down. He says, listen, it's four o'clock. The bank is closed. Now you get out of here. And he gets up and he walks out. So the lady comes running after him and says, I don't understand. When I told this to you, you were screaming and hollering. He said exactly the same words. The bank is closed. Leave. Why did you just leave? So he says, well, she said it, you said it, but he explained it. So there's different levels of awareness that a person relates to. Yeah. If there wouldn't be Shindalad Yud, die, so the universe would stretch, stretch, stretch to a point of lowliness that what? That we wouldn't be able to perceive anything more than the Gashmi of the Doimim. The Gashmi of Doimim means... The lifeless, the lifeless physical reality. That would be real. That would be the high point of reality. That's it. Imagine that's the high point of reality. Oh, this I feel. This exists. That's it. That's reality. That's without shindalad yud. 
So Shindalid Yud is the Koyach HaGvul on both levels. It shouldn't go infinite and it shouldn't become too finite. It should live in the border between infinity and finiteness. Or basically that we should all be confused about what the world is. That border between, is the world infinite, is the world finite? Does the world make sense or it doesn't make sense? On one level it makes sense, on one level it makes no sense, you know? Looking for that string theory. That's the Shindal Yud. I did not give them shame yud kevavke. Shin dalad yud, yes, but not shame. It's says How can you say I never revealed yud kevavke? It says by Avram vayere lav Hashem. V'chei mikroyus rabim many psukim lahavaya hanira. Avram built them as beich la Hashem hanira love that's yud kevavke. All the appearances of Yud Kevavke is called the lower Shem Havaya, meaning The word Yud Kevavke, Yahava, is he brings the worlds into existence. Mahava, he makes things be. That's Yud Kevavke. It's a source for the creation. But a deeper state, a higher state of Havaya, Shalzen, Nemru, Shmi Havaya, Dati, on this it says, My name Havaya, Shmi Havaya, my name. Commercial cost of Ani, Havaya, who Shmi. The Possek in Yeshayim and Ches says, I am Havaya, that's my name. Shumerumim, Menusimulius, Makala, Makala, Elamis. It's completely exalted beyond being a source, even for us as a source for the world. Loinai Daiti Laham. This has not been known to them. So what they know is Shindalid Yud. The koyach hamagbel, the power to make it finite. Even yutke vavke, called the lower shem yutke vavke, which is yutke vavke that represents bringing the worlds into existence. Yahava, he brings the worlds into existence. But there's another yutke vavke. That's shem avaya de la'ela, another yutke vavke, that loinoidati. That's yutke vavke that's beyond even being a source for a source of the worlds. That loinoidati laham. What, what? This needs explanation. What is this? What is this loinoidati? This yutke vavke that I did not, uh, I did not uh, share with them. So this will be now the continuation of the Maimer. What is the chiddush of the new moichin of Matan Torah, Sarah Sadibris, or in other words, the yutke vavke, the la'ela, the high yutke vavke, lagabi the name, lagabi the name shin uh, shin dalad yud. Can you explain this? Tomorrow there's no shear. Tomorrow there's no shear. We're going to resume Monday, Blinader. Be'ezer Asha. Huh? Can you explain this Sindal of Yud concept in the language of Simsum? Yeah. Yeah, you could. Shaddai. No. Crunch. It's it's the same concept of where we need a chimsel, and therefore you couldn't go beyond. You can't go to anything because then you lose the revelation of the Rabbanon, which he was able to give you in the realm. Well, the concept of Shindalad Yud is that the world, so to speak, should remain more compact. If it would spread, spread, spread thin. So two things can happen. Either you go upwards or you go downward. Downward means that it, so to speak, it goes further down, down, down until it can't get any lower in the sense that 
the highest level of awareness would just be physical bruteness, nothing else. But it could have been the other way as well. Because now there's less godliness. Why is it? In other words, the Shaddai, the, the, the limitation, operates on two different dimensions. One is not to go too high, and one is not to go too low. The, the, the spirituality is getting diluted? Is that where, uh, not to get too close and not to get too far. To retain its identity. If it gets too close, meaning if it expands upwards, it loses the properties of the world. Just like physically, if the Big Bang wouldn't stop, if the expansion would go on the same speed, everything would dissolve into nothingness. Downward is the opposite. Not to become so distant that it's detached. You know, you stretch and you stretch and you stretch, right? So either at some point it comes back to me, or the whole thing leaves. It's become so distant, it becomes so detached, it becomes cut off. It becomes completely remote. Die. Don't expand so much to the point that you become infinitely distant. Infinitely distant means that there's absolutely no connection anymore. Because you're getting so... You become so remote. Yeah, now that you become so remote, there's no, uh, there's no awareness of anything. You know, in, a, in a letters of a Sefer Torah, right? The letters are not let to touch each other. Each one has to have its own space. But if they're too far apart, you can't see it's part of one word anymore. There's no connection anymore. You know, marriage, yeah? Too close, people are choking each other. You're not allowed to leave the house. You're not allowed to, you're not allowed to have your own life. You're not allowed to go for a coffee. You need distance, you need boundaries. But if the distance is, okay, so you move to Hawaii, I'll move to China, you know, great boundaries, but uh, there's no connection. So that's distance. It's very good, boundaries. But the boundaries are that there's no relationship anymore. There's like walls and walls and walls and walls and walls. So that's the Shaddai. Shaddai is, you know, you're expanding. What does it mean you're expanding? Which way are you growing? So one way is, so to speak, spiritually growing upwards to the point that you'll dissolve into infinity. So the boundaries will be blurred. So there's no world anymore. There's just infinity. And then there's the other way around. You go downward, meaning you detach, detach more and more. I pull away. You know, God could pull, 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 pull towards him, so to speak, until the other side snaps and it just gets absorbed in him. Or imagine we're pulling, 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 pulling from this way. And you pull, 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 pull until you snap it out of him, so to speak. And then you're just completely self-contained and there's no, uh, there's no uh, link. There's no link anymore. There's no interface. You understand? That's the Chiddush of Shaddai. Shin Dalad Yud is the name that said die. <laughs> No, it's still today. We know that it's still. It seems like it's still expanding. At least that's the theory. But the expansion is very. Yeah. It's it reached a pace that's very uh, sustainable. But it, the way they describe the Big Bang was an explosion that was so powerful, and that started the expansion. And those few milliseconds after the Big Bang is, was, was, was enormous. 
But then it, if that would have continued, then there couldn't be a universe. Right. Well, here he says, die. He said to the world, die. No, that he told the world, die, enough. So, but I'm asking, I will mess all through that. Is the answer to Hashem that sustains the entire experience? I don't know. That I don't know. And after Mazbe Zayn yet, what is the Naya Moichin from Atan Taida? Nein, nein, nein. Nein, nein. The Postal Zuk, Veeda, Lavram, Elitzak, Yaakov, Bekeil, Shindalid, Yud, Ushmi Hashem, Loy, Nedaiti, Laham. Is to verstehen, was is the Chiddush for Matan Taida? Lagabe the gilui for the matan teira to the avos, but to lib them and get after having the galos. That my mazbezayin was is the chiddush from shem avaya lagabe shen daladiot. Verstehst? Verstehst? Meda verstehen was is the naya gilui for the ra will gabe the talmud. Sanaya zach, yeah. I said a sara had a sara said dipus lagabe a sara mamaras. I by the office the chechil and matan teira the chesim the chechil and teira it wasn't the naya gilui. Mezok the chader rav vet nistalik was it up to naya shir was it the naya shir shingavent teira. Is vazok the rebbe shtutz moishe vayidaber elokim el moishe vayemer elav aniyashem was it aniyashem aniyashem mit the pshat as the golus is nish midas hadin se midas hachesed. For what's this midas hachesed? Well, the chvil geben a naya gilui. Was it the naya gilui? Kedei tzukumen von shin dalad yud to shem avaya daf menduruch gein galus. Versteist? Ah? Ja? Das ist das Wort. Tzukumen von shadai von shakai von shin dalad yud to avaya daf menduruch gein galus. Duruch gein galus. The galus is the bridge from shin dalad yud to shem avaya. From shin dalad yud to yud kevavke galus is the bridge. The histalkos of the old, so there can be the gilui of the new. Because there's a gilui of the new, there has to be a histalkos of the old. The gilui causes the histalkos. A new energy was starting to be planted in the world, so it creates the histalkos of the old. Verstehst? Das ist der Hemshech von der Pesukim. I don't have an answer for the length of Golos, that I don't know. Much bigger and greater didn't know. I certainly don't know the answer. When you're comfortable on the old earth, people live in a big mansion and say, she is communist. You're right. You're right. You're right. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.